Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Bolton E-Bikes podcast. Excited to have a guest on the show today. It's been a little harder to get guests. I feel like everybody's trapped indoors, but uh, who knows? For some reason, that makes a difference. <laughs> anyway, besides that, I always love sharing information about e-bikes, and sometimes we get to learn specifics about motors or brakes or batteries or something else, and sometimes we get to learn from someone else about their experience with e-bikes, what they love about them. So excited to have somebody named Dan on the show today. Uh, he started his own YouTube channel, Just Having Fun, The Graybeard E-Biker. So if you want to hear all about his story and what he's doing on his e-bike, then stick around. Once again, I'm Kyle Chittock, and this is the Bolton E-Bikes Podcast. Well, thank you so much for being on with us today, Dan. Well, I, I'm really excited about being here, uh, Kyle, and thanks for inviting me. Yeah, so uh, so Jessica let me know about you and was like, hey, here's this guy. I think he's pretty interesting. We should have him on the podcast. <laughs> uh, and I said, sure, let's do it. Why not? So I know you've got some videos out, and uh, I haven't had a chance to watch them yet, but I wrote that down. I, I want to go check it out and see what you're doing just because it sounds like you're just having fun with e-bikes right now. Well, that's exactly right. I am having fun with it. And, and again, it's just my fun experiences. I, I ride here in San Diego, California. You know, we have the beach, the mountains, and everything else. So it's just a, it's just a real fun time. And especially with the e-bike, it, it enables you to do all the kind of riding. Based on our brief conversation before we started recording here, uh, you actually have a pretty long history of just cycling in general. Tell us a little bit about what your experience is and what led you to ride an e-bike now as opposed to what you have done in the past. Well, uh, basically, I'm kind of like everybody else. I used to ride mountain bikes uh, in amateur races down here in Southern California and actually got my boy, Jess, involved in mountain biking. He actually rode for the U.S. Olympic team, the mountain biking team, and he rode in Europe and Australia all over the world. He got injured when he was riding, so he had to give that up. But that kind of got me into it. And I rode um, for years and years as a regular pedal bike, you know, mountain biker and road biker. But my travels took me all I work around the world. And so, you know, at times you can't ride anymore. And then you try to get back into riding. And, of course, it's difficult because you've been off this bike. I kind of just naturally gravitated to it because I wanted to get back into bike riding and it just wasn't fun to go through that training period again. And that's, <laughs> right. you know, I started off with, uh, you know, rear hub motorbikes and such like that. And then I've gravitated to a, a great, uh, I have a Bitrix juggernaut mid drive now. So man, I'm just, uh, I'm really digging it. Awesome. I think you hit the nail on the head there. I never had, had anybody say it exactly that way, but the training Basically, you're you're skipping the training <laughs> part and going right to the fun. Not that you're not exercising, but yeah, that process of getting back into shape can be difficult. And if you can just make that easier or just go away, that's a, that's a really interesting way to look at it. Well, on top of that, you know, you're trying to get back into training. You know, you ride for a mile or two and you're tuckered out. I mean, and then you got to go back. Now, with an e-bike, it opens up these horizons of, you know, you can ride for an hour and a half and not be you know, just dog tired and burned out, you can really enjoy like going to the lake or taking a picnic lunch or something instead of just having to be work. It can be actual fun. Yeah, I, I wholeheartedly agree with, <laughs> with all of that. 
So you've been uh, recording some of these rides, it sounds like. Tell me, you said uh, you're retired and kind of just doing it for fun, but but what are you doing on these videos? Are you sharing places you're going to, or, or what exactly is, is going on there? It's fun, but it's kind of my philosophy of e-biking. Because, you know, you get into e-biking and, of course, you're going up a hill and I won't say it's effortless, but you can pass a lot of regular pedal bikers. And, you know, you, you read on these forums where do you feel guilty passing people and this and that? No way. Uh, my, my videos just show how fun it is and that I have a my attitude is I'm riding the bike for me and it's my fun and I'm going to enjoy it. And really, whatever people say, as long as you're not hurting them, obviously. It's just for me to be fun. So my videos are kind of that that attitude. You know, just yesterday I rode around Mission Bay and I, I stopped to have lunch, but the video was also about what I saw along the way. There was a wedding going on at the beach, you know, that kind of stuff. So it's all these horizons that are opened up with the e-bike that you wouldn't have in a pedal bike. And that's kind of what my videos are about is the experience. Got it. That's great. That is something that I have not done on my YouTube channel or any of my videos at all yet. It, it's been on my kind of list towards the end uh, of, a, of a possibility of maybe doing some like uh, destination type videos where I show, oh, here's what it's like to ride from this place to that place or to ride around this lake or, or something like that that just shows more of the fun of, of what you can do and where you can go and what you can experience. Uh, right now, it's more reviews and how-tos and how to do this and how to do that. But I, I do feel like when I go have fun, <laughs> I, don't, I don't hit the record button. I don't do that. So I'm, I'm glad to hear that that's kind of the direction or the approach that you're taking. Well, also, too, the other thing is, like I said, I'm 65 and I have you know issues of being 65, health issues. But back in the 90s, a friend of mine took a two-week bicycle trip, mountain bike trip through Utah. And you know I thought, Okay, those that's an experience that I've had I'll never have again. Well, next month we've planned a one week e bike trip through Utah to retrace the steps. And there is no way that I could have done that on a regular bike now. And again, that's part of my philosophy is just opening up these fun horizons and, and just you know, it's hard to explain, but it's just a philosophy of fun and energy and positive vibes that you can enjoy and the e-bike just allows it. Plus, you're seeing so many more people enjoying e-bikes. It's it's becoming a lot more common. Yes, it definitely is. When you're out riding, are you running across other people riding e-bikes and stopping to chat with them? And is that something that happens to you? Oh, quite often. And plus, you know, it's like buying a car. You know, when you buy a car, you know, before you buy it, you don't see that type of car. But now that I have e-bike, an e-bike, you see e-bikers all over the place and different styles and types and different people. You know, some are older like myself. And then you see a lot of younger people that are riding these bikes for, you know, for fun and for just transportation, going to school and commuting. I mean, it's it's really amazing. And, and when you talk to these people, all these people become your friends and you just, I mean, you have something so much in common. It's really just fun. Yeah, definitely. It's growing for sure. I mean, I obviously I spot the e-bikes from <laughs> from a ways off. You know, I'm usually like, oh, that guy's moving a little faster than I think he should be able to. Oh, that's definitely an e-bike. But I remember for sure in, in Grass Valley, you know, I was riding my bicycle to and from work and then riding an e-bike to and from work. 
And I remember that rarely, occasionally, I would see one guy on an e-bike, you know, every several weeks or months. I, so somebody was commuting on an electric bike like I was. And this was several years ago. And that was the only one that I would see. And now, even though Grass Valley is what I consider a, a small town and, and not even like a bicycle-friendly town, like, you know, some areas like it's bicycles have always been a, a hot thing. Grass Valley, it's been kind of the opposite. Like mountain biking is huge here, but that's all off-road on trails. On the road, uh, just because of the hills we have and different things, biking has never been as popular. But now it's almost like a daily occurrence. I'm sure if I, if I was around town all day, I'd probably see multiple e-bikes every day. I just, I see people all the time, even in a little town like where we're at. Well, the other thing too is, you know, being retired is helpful, but I don't start my vehicle, my car, but maybe once or twice a month. You know, I, <laughs> that's have, great. It's, it's, it's amazing. You know, and with this uh, curbside delivery or stuff, I'll call the hardware store or whatever. And I'll ride down there and I have a little trailer that I carry and I can pick up, you know, I do little projects in the garage. So I don't even need to bring the vehicle down there. I, they bring it out to you, put it in the trailer. And of course, with the e-bike, away you go. And on top of that, we have a trolley system down here. You, the trolleys now are set up so you can take your e-bikes on the trolley and then ride downtown. Who cares about parking? Yeah, that you just uh, pointed out something really interesting that I hadn't really thought of. Yeah, if, instead of locking your bike up or something, everybody's doing curbside, pickup, whatever whatever kind of store it is, you might as well just stay outside and let them bring it to you. That's uh, I like that idea. Well, especially with, you know, COVID now, and I, I know some places are easing up, but I mean, just yesterday I rode out to the beach and I sat and listened to live music on the curb at this, um, it's a marina. And man, I had a great time because there was probably 20 other bikers there. And we were just sitting out on the curb listening to this. And so who, who cared about the parking? I mean, it was just fantastic. Yeah, that's that's awesome. You're definitely getting out there and getting the the experience. I wish I had, from what it sounds like, <laughs> as much time as you do to just get out and enjoy the ride a little more, if you will. I've been riding to and from work a lot. It's funny you mentioned, you know, not starting the car. I've been trying, especially since the weather's really nice now, to to ride to and from work as much as possible and Sometimes what I will do, like this week, for example, I'll drive in on Monday, but then I grab an e-bike and ride it home. So that way, on Tuesday, I have no choice but to ride my bike back to work because I left the car there. It's more motivating <laughs> that way. And then I'll do that the whole week. And then on the end of day, Friday, then I'll drive the car home in case I actually need it to use it for family and stuff over the weekend. But then it's like, I literally, it's like I'm driving to work one day instead of every single day and definitely racks up uh, the miles that way too. <laughs> uh, it's a lot of fun, but yeah, the, the car just sits there most of the time. And you know, if I need it, I need it. But most of the time, realistically, I don't. The bike does everything that the car usually does just fine. Well, and, and you, you said it there. I have being retired, which is a good thing for me because I'm, I don't want to work anymore. And that's, one of the reasons when I do my videos, I don't care about making money or anything. It's just for fun because if you made money, then it'd be a job. But I have friends now that because of my e-bike riding that are still working that use an e-bike to commute 
And so because they don't have the time to do a mountain ride or whatever, but they get their fun riding in, in their commute. You know, one guy I know, Wayne, he, he rides, uh, 12 miles one way on his e-bike to work every day. So he can still enjoy an e-bike, even though he doesn't have the time and still, you know, ride the e-bike, but it is nice to <laughs> have the time to ride wherever you want, whenever you want. <laughs> yeah. One of the things I've been using it for lately for me, not having the time is, uh, as a way to get some exercise in without taking so much time out of my day. So I'm getting 12 miles each way as well. That means I can get a good 35, 40, 45 minutes, maybe an hour, depending on which route I decide to take. I was hoping we'll see how much faster I can get. I was trying to break 35 minutes this morning, and it was 36, so I didn't quite get there. But, you know, because I'm, I'm really pushing trying to get that exercise in. But in my mind, I'm like, well, it takes me 15, 20 minutes to drive in a car anyway. So half of the time I'm using is not wasted time at all. So I'm getting, you know, 40, 45 minutes of exercise in, in a 20 minute window, as far as my day is concerned. And then of course, doing that twice a day is, is, uh, is quite nice, but just much more efficient use of my time <laughs> doing that, using some of the commute. Uh, and then, yeah, I, I need to do more, you know, weekend rides and things where I'm not pressed for time and I can, uh, take the longer routes and go explore new trails and do things like that. And then, like I said, turn the GoPro on and just have fun with it and take the camera with me on some of those, like what you're doing. Well, yeah. And on top, just like you said, with the exercise, you know, people forget that, you know, with most of these e-bikes these days, you have, you know, a pedal assist, whether it be cadence or whether it be torque, you can, you know, go with no assist or one, two, three or five. So, you know, to get to work, you can get your exercise, but you don't have to be all sweaty when you get there and you can get your exercise to the degree that you want to. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. If I want to push it really hard, I can. And if I'm like, oh, I just need to get to work and be ready for a interview or video or whatever, you can do that too. So a lot of flexibility there for sure. Yeah. I, I, um, I did, but like you said, though, it's really nice. If you were to do a weekend ride, you know, you pack a little lunch and you go and you sit by the lake or wherever you have, and you're not pressed for that time where you have to be home at, you know, such and such a time and just making it enjoyable. And then of course, with me, I put a couple of GoPros on the bike and talk to people and get all that stuff on camera and have a great time. Yeah. Well, great. Well, what are some of your favorite types of rides to do? Is, is it going to a, a lake and hanging out for a while and then heading back home? You know, do you have certain spots do you like to go to, or is it more like you have a, a big loop that you just like to do that gets a certain amount of miles in, what gets you going? Well, it's, it's, it's interesting you ask that because, you know, before when I used to live by the beach, which was flat. So I pretty much had a route that I took, but now that I live in the mountains east of San Diego and I have my juggernaut, the bike has now gotten me to do more off-roading and when I say off-roading, I don't do any technical single track anymore. That's above my ability. But I do probably 75 to 80% on pavement and then 20 to 25% on dirt roads, maybe 2% single track. And I, I do everything. I have a certain loop. Like say I have an hour and a half and that's all I have. I have a loop that takes me past my old high school, takes me to the lake, which is a very popular lake up here. And it's about a 18 to 20 mile track takes 
anywhere from an hour and 15 to an hour and 20. But I vary it up. Sometimes I'll put the, um, the bike on my weekend mobile. That's what I call my Jeep. And I'll take it to the beach and just do a sightseeing, you know, easy seven to 10 miles an hour stop at every taco shop. <laughs> so, you know, I vary it, but I do have, you know, I like riding in the mountains. We have, you know, here in San Diego, we have the beach, we have the mountains, and I'm in an area now that I kind of grew up in. So I know the area. So all my rides are different. I usually, sometimes I'll just go ride. And if I feel good, I keep riding. So I don't, I don't really have a set thing. I, there's so many places to ride that I just vary it up. I just tried to be varied in, in my riding. Okay. But it sounds like no matter what, you're always getting uh, maybe a little bit of exercise, but always having a lot of fun. Well, that's, you know, in my time, I've learned that fun is the name of the game. I mean, uh, you just can't stress out. And plus, riding the bike gets rid of any stress that you might have. That's what's really cool about it. You know, you're on the computer for a while and it's like, oh man, stressed out. I got this, I got that. It'll take an hour ride or even 20 minutes for that matter. And you just find that stress just rolling away. <laughs> yeah, I know uh, some people like different parts of the ride. And I bring this up because I had posted on the Bolton E-Bikes Facebook group a snapshot of one of my downhill top speeds on the Warthog. I won't mention what it is because <laughs> it was a little fast. And for those that did see the post, that wasn't the fastest speed I got to that week either by a pretty good margin. But uh, yeah, there's something about it. It's just a, a stress relief. Coming to work, for me, it's all uphill. So it's the exercise. I feel like any type of exercise is really good for that. At the end of the day, I get to go home and it's downhill. And I like the off-road stuff. I like the single track trails. I like when I'm on the road down a steep hill, seeing how fast I can get the bike to go. I think there's a little bit of an adrenaline rush when you do things like that. Yesterday, I'm sure you've experienced, anybody who's been on an e-bike long enough has experienced this. You know how it is. You're on a small two-lane road and the speed limit's like, say, 25 miles an hour, or maybe it's 35 miles an hour. And there's always that one car that just has to pass you, even though you're going the speed limit. <laughs> I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. And I had one of these uh, yesterday. They pass me, and I'm like, you're not going any faster than I am. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to keep up with this car for like the next five miles and just stay right on their tail. I'm not tailgating or anything unsafe. Just keep up with them, behind them just for the fun of it, because it's just, it's a motivation for me to just pedal harder, work harder, just squeeze as much power out of the bike and myself as I can. And that's fun to me. And so everybody gets different things out of it. I like your idea of just stopping at a taco shop all along the way. I haven't tried that. <laughs> but yeah, I think there's so many different aspects uh, you can get out of it, whether that's the exercise component, is it the destinations, is it just the ride is it maybe stopping and talking to people along the way which if you're going a slow enough speed I guarantee people will stop and talk to you uh, sometimes when i'm doing the commutes to and from work i'm going too fast and they just have enough time to swivel their head and say what was that um, <laughs> but yeah there, there's so many different things you can do on these so it's interesting to hear about uh, what you're using it for and that's why i like asking the question i want to know what do you find fun about it there's a lot of different answers to that well, and, and uh, you know, I'll be honest with you. My top speed so far has been 43 miles an hour down a hill. But 
I'm not a speed guy because these days it kind of scares me, especially on the street because, you know, with drivers pulling out of driveways and stuff. But just like you said, though, you get that one or two times when, hey, you know, I'm I'm going to keep up with this car. Or I'm going to see how fast I can go. Yeah, you do that. That's that's part of it. But generally, you know, in the forums, everybody will ask, well, what's the fastest bike? To me, I just want the most fun bike. That's quite honestly where I'm at. Yeah. Yeah. I released a, a video about the Warthog the other week about, you know, fat bikes and can they be fast? And, and my conclusion or, you know, kind of what I said in the video is like, I don't need the bike to be any faster than this. It's plenty fast for everything I'd ever want to do. You know, it's getting a little scary if you go faster than that. But the fact that it has, you know, dual batteries and I can just go for a ride for however long I feel like for the time I usually have. That to me makes it a lot of fun. It just, there's the range anxiety people talk about. That's a common term with electric cars. You know, it exists somewhat with bikes too. You know, having to make sure you're pedaling enough or don't use the motor too much so you can, you know, not run out of battery. And to me, that's a, that's a really cool thing to just not even have to think about that. Just, I can ride this bike, go as long as I want. And when I'm done, I can head home and, and just have fun with it. Well, it also depends on your ride. You know, when I ride the backcountry, I ride alone a lot. So I carry a lot of supplies, tools. You know, I can fix anything on the bike, basically. I carry, because I'm out of cell phone range, and everybody says I'm crazy, but I carry a Garmin in reach. But I also carry an extra battery, you know, and it's pretty common because I'll do rides of, you know, 30, 35 miles in in the backcountry. And when you're way out there, you're not calling an Uber. There's no off-road Uber. No, there's no no option, right? <laughs> but that's, to me, you know, it, it's still with an extra battery. I have no, absolutely no worries about getting back. I mean, it's not, you know, people say, well, what if you get stuck out there? Well, you know, you can get stuck on a regular bike, a car, anything. It's, to me, it's how prepared you are, and I'm pretty prepared. And you know what? It's just part of the fun. <laughs> yeah, there've uh, there've certainly been a, a few times I've had to text my wife and be like, "Oh, gonna be a little late. I got a flat tire on the way home." <laughs> Thankfully, not lately, but uh, or on the way to work, I've had it happen. Last time I can think of, I had a, a flat tire. I was maybe only a couple miles away coming up to the shop, and you know, giant nail I picked up, of course, on the side of the road went right through the tire and the tube and everything. And before I could even like get off the bike and like even evaluate what the problem was. You know, somebody in a pickup truck stopped. We're like, oh, can I take you a ride the rest of the way up the hill and drop you off? Like, (laughs) you know, there's just, there's always a way to get out of it, it seems like. Uh, Or if you just put yourself in the situation, you'll figure it out. You'll figure out a way. That's so cool too, because people, you know, there are so many nice people. I'm kind of lucky because in my area that I live, my brother has a landscaping business, so I can just call him and uh, he can, you know, if I have a flat or something in town. But yeah, you're right. There's so many nice people out there. If they see you in distress, you're going to be able to get back. There's not going to be that issue. Yeah, You mentioned riding alone a lot. Is there anybody you ride with or is there anybody that you've showed your e-bike to that's bought one because they've seen you having so much fun on it? I'm just curious what sort of influence that's had on other people you've know. Well, actually, yeah, quite a few people that were against e-bikes. You know, I've let them try mine. And of course, they say, wow, this is, this, you know, and I and my one of my best friends, Wayne, this guy rides, he's a maniac. He rides 100 miles on 
a regular bike. I mean, he's superhuman. But his wife has back issues and knee issues. And so I let her try my bike, which is a little big for her and too powerful. She now rides a step through, I think it's like a 500 watt rear hub motor bike to get her out. So yeah, it has been. And my brother, who's disabled, now rides an e-bike, you know, that's not off-road or anything like that. But to get just to get out and get, you know, the fresh air and just, you know, get out of the front yard. Yeah, I've had, I don't know, I would say at least 10 or 15 people that have actually purchased bikes from, I let them, you know, try mine. And they, because they've got these preconceived notions of what an e-bike really is, and then when they ride it, they go, wow, this this is really great. I'm, and it expands my outside horizons. It's just beautiful to watch. Yeah, it's uh, interesting. You're, you're totally right, I think, about the preconceived notions that I've been doing it so long, I don't always know, like, what do they think it can or can't do? But I, I've seen the expressions change when people ride for the first time so many times. I, I've always said I'm, I'm lucky that I get to see a lot of people ride an e-bike for the first time. That's a lot of fun to just see their reactions. And I had somebody in the shop earlier this week, and they had ridden an e-bike once before, but it was, you know, different and less power. And, and I, you know, they're asking questions about how does it compare to this other one that I rode that one time and all these things. I was like, you know, the best thing you can do is just get on this bike and just ride it. You know, we can stand here and talk about it all day, but that's not going to really answer the question. So she gets on the bike just immediately, the first few seconds, you know, the power takes off and she's like, whoa, this is, <laughs> this is amazing. And she's just like screaming and yelling the whole way for just happy all the way, just up and down the hill. It was hilarious. I wish I would have had it on camera. But she was like, wow, that was, that was awesome. And she's like, well, yeah. And I could have stood here and we could have talked all day, like I said, but that's all you need to do. It's, uh, they sell themselves, uh, they're contagious, I guess you could say. Yeah, and you know, and like you said, most of us, as we get older, you know, bike riding becomes a, it's not as a priority as it used to be. So we're getting back on, just like we talked, it's that initial build up or training. And you kind of, you don't kind of, you do skip that with an e-bike, which then makes biking enjoyable again, and you still get your exercise. So that's what I think people don't realize is that, you know, you're still going to pedal and you're still going to get exercise if you want. But it's going to be an enjoyable exercise, not where you're beating yourself up, especially going up a hill. So, yeah I, yeah, I agree with you totally. Yeah, you're not dreading, oh, can I make it back home? Can I make it up that hill? There's a headwind I'm fighting, like all of that just gone. So it's really, really nice. You know, I'm not trying to sell anybody on e-bikes with this podcast. It certainly sounds like it. Uh, hopefully we're doing a good job, I guess. But that wasn't the intent. You know, we really didn't have a topic going into this. It was just, let's, uh, let's talk about e-bikes and, and see, uh, you know, what Dan thinks about all of this. So I appreciate all the thoughts you've shared so far. Well, the biggest thing for me, it's not, I mean, it's e-bike, yes, but it's fun. You know, there's so many people that get stuck at home, especially nowadays, you know, with the COVID thing and everything else, and which is kind of a good thing that I ride alone. I mean, in that regard, but because of my time schedule, I do ride alone. I mean, I do have friends that I ride with on the weekends, but riding alone, it's, it's just a fun, it's kind of like a Zen meditation thing for me, quite honestly. And it's not that, you know, I don't like people or whatever, because I talk to everybody. I talk to everybody. But 
I would love to ride with people if they had my time schedule, but it's more the fun of just not so much e-bike, but just the fun getting out and doing stuff. And this enables you, you know, say you go to the beach and you want to have a picnic, take your e-bike and have the picnic at the beach. I mean, that's the fun thing. Yeah. Yeah. I think especially because we have people that come here to Grass Valley for test rides and things, uh, I need to to get working on a, a local area map of all the different places that you can go to on an e-bike just right here in my own town and then just start doing it. Uh, I think that'll be a lot of fun. Yeah. And, you know, from where I live, I can ride to the beach. It's about 12 or 13 miles to the beach. But a lot of times I, you know, like on a weekend, I don't really want to fight the traffic. So I'll just load it up on the weekend mobile and then I'll make my ride out there at the beach, just the sightseeing fun part of it instead of the commuting through the traffic, which, you know, the e-bike makes it easier, but sometimes you just don't want to fight the traffic. So both ways, I mean, I can ride there or I can take my, put it on the rack and, and ride at the beach. Well, if fighting through traffic isn't fun, you don't have to do that part. <laughs> exactly. Awesome. So your YouTube channel again, remind everybody that's listening what that is called so they can go check it out and see how much fun you're having if they want to do that. Yeah, my uh, channel is called the graybeardebiker.com. And like I said, it's, um, you know, I put a few, you know, how to things of what I do, but mostly it's my thoughts and philosophies of writing and just the fun that I'm having, you know, and what I'm doing out there, you know, I got in mountain lion country the other day and it was kind of, you know, I put my thoughts of, gosh, I'm sitting out here eating tuna fish, which is basically cat food <laughs> in the mountains and mountain lion country. Uh, I think I'm leaving. <laughs> so you know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Uh, I, I only find it funny because uh, we do have mountain lions out in this area as well. And that's something you do have to be aware of, which I don't worry about solo riding on an e-bike because I'm assuming or hoping that I'm moving fast enough. I'm, I make a harder target. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, it was kind of crazy because I thought, well, I'm eating tuna fish. That's cat food. Well, up there, I'm kind of the cat food. So Yeah, you're the um, cat food. Uh, but, you know, that's, I don't, it's like surfing. When I go surfing, I don't worry about sharks too much. It's just, it's just part of the environment. And I really, I enjoy being out in those places by myself. But I, uh, you know, and I don't carry a weapon or anything. I just go out for fun because I, then it takes the fun out of it if you worry about it. Yeah. You are prepared with tools though. And that's, uh, in my opinion, smart. And I, that's the one thing I always do. I never go on a ride without enough tools to fix maybe not everything on the bike, but most everything. I have enough tools to fix a chain, to fix a flat tire, to pump the tire back up. <laughs> I just, I feel paranoid if I don't have those, those basic items. So I always have those with me. Well, and that's the thing. That's the beauty of an e-bike. You know, I probably carry more tools than I need. I mean, I got a full set of Allens. I got chain breakers and chain links and tube. You know, I got, and my compressor, obviously. So, you know, I, I carry, like you said, I mean, I could pretty much get back. Plus, I carry my Garmin, you know, for super emergencies. But I don't personally, I don't think anybody should go into the backcountry without at least some sort of flat tire repair stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And that's honestly, it's just for convenience. So you don't have to walk <laughs> if you do get a flat. So it's less work to uh, change a flat tire when you're out in the middle of nowhere than it is to try and walk the bike back. That's for sure. Well, especially, you know, that is the one drawback with an e-bike is they're, they're heavier, so you're not really going to carry it. <laughs> it's not like, 
you'd probably have to leave it there and walk. <laughs> yeah, yeah, which uh, you'd hate to do something like that with your nice bike, I'm sure. I know I wouldn't want to do that. No, but like I said, you know, we've been talking about this. It's 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 more just a fun for me, anyways. It's a fun atmosphere. But e-bikes can be, you know, a super tool. Like we were talking about not finding your car for commuting and and just especially in this COVID area when you don't want to be around, you know, people going into stores, just ride it down there and have them put it in your little trailer. Awesome. Well, that all sounds great. Sounds like you're having a ton of fun. And I do appreciate you taking time out of your busy, hectic work schedule today to be on the podcast. <laughs> At least I can get a laugh out of that one. <laughs> you know, I, it's kind of weird because I, when I retired, I got rid of all my shirts and ties. I used to be in that business. But I traveled the world and it just, it seemed like, you know, you're always on a schedule. You're always having a meeting. You're always, you know, and now it's just the freedom of being retired, which I'm going to brag a little bit. I made it to retirement. But while you're there, you know, you can't just retire and watch TV. Well, we, you shouldn't, I don't think. And so this e-biking has just been an, an opening for fun and meeting people. Gosh, just meeting all the people. Yeah, that's great. Well, you're closer to the demographic, I'm guessing, than I am of most people that are buying bikes from me. So I think uh, a lot of people that are listening can probably relate very well to everything that you're talking about. Well, I sure hope so. And I, and I hope, you know, if they have any questions, they can talk to me via the, the uh, YouTube channel. But most of my stuff is going to be based on fun. So hopefully it'll be good for them. Yeah. Good. Well, awesome. Well, thank you again uh, for your time today. Once again, uh, for those that want to check out his YouTube channel, uh, go leave a comment on one of his videos or something. The Gray Beard E-Biker. We're, we're all going to have to go check that out now. Thanks again to everyone who has been listening on the podcast today. Once again, as a reminder, if you're new, you can always go to ebikepodcast.com to sign up for the newsletter for the podcast episodes. We release a new episode every single Tuesday. And of course, you can also find Bolton eBikes at boltonebikes.com and the YouTube channel as well. Thanks again for listening, and hopefully we can talk to you again on another Tuesday. Oh,